Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Al Dente podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. As always, we hope you've enjoyed last week's episode. Um, sorry, I didn't really tease what this week's episode would be about because I hadn't figured it out yet, but we're here today and we've, we think we've got an interesting topic. Um, I am back with Brie, um, if you didn't remember from a couple of episodes back. She is our vice president and hello, hello Brie. Hi team, how's it going? <laughs> oh, not as if anyone can respond to that. <laughs> Everyone sending how you are going right now to the Al Dente email address. <laughs> Go. Thank you. Um, and we also have someone new today. We have Alice Dung, who is in fourth year. Say hello, Alice. Hello. <laughs> this is very last minute, so thank you so much, Alice, for coming on for today's episode. Um, since we've already gotten to know a bit about Brie last time. We we'll have start, heard enough. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start with Alice today. Um, so how has your ISO been? Um, it's actually been okay. It's been a lot better than I expected. I think just because I'm trying to keep myself busy, um, I have like a whole um, calendar already for each day explaining what I do. So <laughs> I think I've That's been pretty good. That's keeping pretty good. my life That is so track. organized. I think my, like you could see on the Zoom, my eyebrows just raised so quickly <laughs> and I was so impressed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Yeah, that's basically it for studying, um, for exams. Cool. Do you do this like the night before or like at the beginning oh, no. of the week? I did I'm it, very curious. <laughs> I did it starting from the 17th of May. So, oh, oh, cool. okay, you can't really see because I have my background on. But <laughs> um, yeah, I started on the 17th of May all the way to the 5th of July because for fourth years, our last exams on the 3rd of July. Um, so I, that's how I, keep yeah, that's how I keep on track every year pretty much. Um, I start around really two, good. one or two months before the exam dates. And I plan what sort of journal have you got there? Oh, sorry, I've just talked over you. What sort of journal have you got there? Have you? I couldn't quite see it properly because of the background. Oh, sorry. It's, it's literally just a sheet of paper. Um, okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> what organisation system can you recommend? Yeah. A single sheet of paper. Yeah. Any colour preferable, <laughs> any pen, pencil, pen, anything, it's fine. I just, just divided draw, it draw in the ground, draw yeah. in the desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my actual timetable is just chalk in my driveway and that's yeah. fine. That's how I'm keeping no, my track. In the shower, on the shower screen, just drawing. Oh, uh, yes, you have to be very expedient about getting your things <laughs> yeah. done because once the steam goes, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's really yeah. good. Um, I actually, I have a diary, except that's more like a summary of what I've done in the day. Um, mm-hmm. More of a reflective thing rather yeah, than Yeah, I should plan using it, but I'm just a terrible planner in general, so... <laughs> I can relate to that so much. Uh, I uh, I live by my Google Calendar. Um, Calvin and I plan all of our stuff on there. And um, then we have our little weekly strategy meetings to try and figure (laughs) out who we're talking to that week about what. Um, So those are the, that's how I sort of keep on track. And then um, also for BDS5, we have a little sheet that kind of has all of the upcoming Zoom meetings we have. So that can be like um, whether or not it's a class meeting or um, one of the specialist society clubs that Student Affairs organises every week for the AUDSS and its members. (laughs) And um, it just makes it more uh, easier to kind of click into those rather than trying to sift through emails or various Facebook pages. So that's one way we've been kind of trying to combat that. Sorry, back to you, Alice. (laughs) This bit of a tangent, but well-timed, I think. Um, (laughs) What have you been reading, watching or enjoying during this time, Alice? 
Um, First been... of all, does your schedule have allocated free time? <laughs> yes. That's okay. what I want to know. <laughs> good, good. So um, how it works is when I finish um, everything I have on my list, on my timetable, I allow myself to like watch anything I want, play anything I want. So yeah, that's how I kind of reward myself and motivate myself each day. So I actually just finished a Netflix show. Um, it's oh, called cool. Jane Diversion. I don't know if you guys have watched it. Uh, I have watched yeah, some yeah. episodes. Uh, I think I've watched a few seasons of it. I don't know if I've watched everything Netflix has, but I definitely watched it for a long period yeah. of time. And I don't know, I think I just got distracted. That's my biggest issue is I get distracted and I go and do <laughs> something else. But I am familiar with it and it is um, it is quite funny. It's that got that telenovela style yeah. of like just overly dramatic ridiculousness and plot lines that just wouldn't fly in other shows. But I, I think it's quite funny sometimes. So I do think it's worth a watch. Yeah, because I actually got it as a recommendation from Serby um, <laughs> one year ago as we were organising Sleep Out for Community Aid. <laughs> wow. Um, Ooh, um, a bit of a hint of what's to come. <laughs> and um, she's literally, like, every time I see her, she's like, have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet? And then I was like, no. But then I finally decided to watch it this quarantine and um, I'm ecstatic and she's ecstatic. <laughs> she's like, I can't believe it took a pandemic for you to watch it. But, you know... <laughs> We got here in the end, but um, sometimes you need that yeah. push. <laughs> yeah. What a good outcome. <laughs> Um, Brie, have you been watching anything since last time? I know you mentioned a couple uh, of things. Yeah, so I talked about Killing Eve last time and that has actually mm-hmm. just wrapped up the third season. So I watched the season finale with my friends last week and I have just seen that they've added season two to Stan. So, Elaine, you have no excuse now. You need to watch season one and season two I, and I get started, onto it. I started, I started, um, I got partway through the first episode. Yeah, See, that doesn't tired. sound good. How do you how do you get out of the first, no, nah, go back and do it again. This is, you've done <laughs> it know, wrong. I know, um, I know. What else? I've uh, also watched, I've been watching with my family um, because um, as everyone knows, I've kind of gone back to Mount Gambia for a little bit um, and I don't get to spend a lot of time with my parents when I usually come here. Like my usual visits to Mount Gambia are ISO because I just come here, see my family and my dog and then I go back to Adelaide for whatever reason. So it hasn't been that different for me this time around except for it's lasted like two months. Um, But this time around, my brother has moved out of home and so it's been a different dynamic in the house. Um, But he comes over once a week to like have dinner and watch some TV with us and we've been watching the last dance um on netflix which is the documentary about michael jordan and his seasons with the chicago bulls and i'm not like big into basketball or out of basketball in any regard but i think it is just so well done like everything about that is so well made and on point and like you go through the emotions as you're seeing like those last second buzzer beating shots and it's so it's ridiculous that I got so invested in it but um it was really fantastic and it's a, like a 10 episode or 8 episode series and I definitely recommend if you have time to just just put that on and uh, give it a go because um I I thought it was really interesting cool I yeah that's been coming up on Netflix but Liz mentioned it last week and um I, yeah, I don't know, didn't think I would be interested, but now it looks like I might be interested because I'm not a big basketball fan, but apparently that doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. This is accessible to everyone. <laughs> awesome. My favourite, um, I, pro- I will say my favourite part about it is that they have Barack Obama on one episode and instead of, like, crediting him as, like, former president, it, it's like she's listed as Chicago resident and it just kills me. Like, it's just so <laughs> nonchalant. Like, this guy, he just happens to go for Chicago and he's on our show. So um, I do think it is uh, it is quite quite clever and quite well done and, yeah, there's been some stories coming out of it. So it's uh, it's good fun. That's what I've been doing. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds very fun. Um, Alice, do you listen to any podcasts at all? Um, I don't really listen to podcasts that much, except for this one, of course. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Every week, Thank Friday you. afternoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and have you got any other hobbies in that case that's outside of dentistry? Um, so I started cross-stitching recently again. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but at the beginning of the year, I cross-stitched a Lord of the Rings um, piece for my oh. friend's birthday. Yeah, so it had um, all the original members of the fellowship. That sentence got wilder and wilder as it progressed. (laughs) Like I took up cross-stitching again, like an old habit, and I was doing it at the start of the year, and then it went to the Lord of the Rings. I'm impressed, Alice. Okay, do you have a photo of it for us, and we can maybe put it up with the pod, because I'm keen to see that. Yeah, I'm going to believe it. We'll have to have a look at the end, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll show you guys at the end. Oh, um, sounds good. Yeah, so that was for my friend's birthday. So I think I did it for... Uh, around five hours each night after PCPC. Wow, I thought it was going to end during, after five hours, but it was five hours each night. Yeah, during PCPC, during PCPC. after swim clinic. I just As if your hands weren't already sore yeah. and you hadn't already pushed your dexterity yeah. to its limits. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I noticed that it is really good for manual dexterity, um, even though I gave myself many needle stick injuries doing it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> An SLS, fill it out, every yeah. single one. <laughs> but right now I'm working on like sort of like a nature piece. It just has like Ooh. a sunrise, mountains, water. It's really simple, but um, this is my unfinished piece. It's pretty. You can see. That's oh, the that's pink really sunset. Cool. But it's just like mountains, trees, water. I think I like the but, trees in the water. They're my so favorite. Is that hours. like a pillowcase or is that Oh, no, this like is just sheet. like you can turn into anything. You can frame it. Um, well, like you, you can make cool. it into a pillowcase if you like. Yeah, I just want to know. I have one question. Why haven't you cross stitched an AEDSS logo for us? Yet? <laughs> okay, I've just been so waiting for my handmade free. AEDSS merch. I just think you're really spoiler, dropping the ball. Free, this <gasps> is a spoiler, but I was actually considering if I was going to run for a position at the end of the year, my nomination video is going to be me cross stitching the uh, logo. That's a huge spoiler, but I love it. You have yeah. my vote. Whatever you that's do, dedication. it's very done. That's very much dedication. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, no, that's but so what cross stitching of all things? Um, so I back in Sydney, I do knit a lot. I knit knit while watching um, TV shows and all that. But then I was getting kind of bored of it. I I wanted something in a similar um, aspect, but also different at the same time, mm-hmm. and. I always really liked doing stuff with my hands. Sorry, I know that sounds weird. Yeah. But, um, You're right. In a career like dentistry, doing stuff with your hands is so weird. We completely don't relate to you <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, so I searched online, actually, to see if um, I could take up anything. Um, the, I actually considered crocheting, but then cause my sister is really into it and she's done a lot of like um, amazing pieces. But then I came across cross-stitching and then I thought it was just really interesting and it seemed easy enough to pick up and learn so I started off from there yeah that's cool so if I want to go out and pick up cross-stitching what do I have to do do I just go to like spotlight what's what's the go what materials do I need to just start where do you get the patterns from I suppose my question oh so I actually buy my patterns off Etsy but there are free ones online everywhere um and for fabric I, I personally get mine from Spotlight um, or Linkcraft. But then the thing with cross-stitching is you kind of have to match up the needle to the sort of fabric that you buy. So mm-hmm. certain needles mm-hmm. are for certain um, fabrics, so you kind of have to um, plan, plan beforehand. 
uh, I see a guide in the newsletter, <laughs> the next newsletter that comes out. I want to see Alice's guide cross, to cross stitch. stitch. How to come across stitching. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I oh, guess then um, this will segue into the next question, which is what got you interested in doing dentistry? So you've already mentioned you like using your hands. Um, yeah. So growing up, I never really thought much about what I wanted to do um, when I was older. I just thought of, like, interesting sort of jobs. Like, I wanted to be a police officer. Um, I wanted wow. to be an actress because I did a lot of, like, drama um, in high school. And like causing I, drama with your friends or just, like, the actors I mean, like drama? <laughs> that, that might have Yeah, so too. much tea. <laughs> yeah, but then it was... Uh, when I was in year six, my sister is seven years older than me. So she was actually going to uni as I was transitioning to high school and she got into medicine. So then everyone was like, oh, your sister's becoming a doctor. So what do you want to do? And me as like... Supportive family, lovely. <laughs> yeah, me as like an 11-year-old, I was like, I don't know. I just kind of want to enjoy life. Um, I'm not really sure. But then I actually had a dentist appointment the week after where I needed to get some fillings done. Oh, fate. No comment about my OHI there. I mean, my, <laughs> my oral hygiene there. But, um, yeah, so I went to the dentist and I had to get, I think, one or two fillings done. And then I was just lying there and I was like, oh, this is actually really cool. Like, it's really interesting. I wonder how they fill my teeth with this white things. And um, I wonder how, like, they're cleaning my teeth. So that kind of just stuck to... Um, the end of high school, I guess. That's really good. And I think, like, you know, those positive experiences at the dentist for young people like children um, are really important. And for a lot of us, like, I mean, I, I can say that, like, when I was growing up, I never had, yeah, issues going to the dentist. Like, it wasn't a scary experience. It was kind of yeah. uh, an interesting, curious one, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was really... Um, I had a sort of similar experience to that because all my friends were really scared of going to the dentist and I never really understood that. So then I really wanted... Hence the um, drama all through high school, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the only thing we thought, thought about. Yep. <laughs> oh, interesting. I actually, I don't even remember, but I think I, I didn't have the best experience at the dentist growing up because I, I was obviously like, loved my sugar. So it needed a lot of... Um, feelings on my deciduous dentition thankfully that didn't carry on to my adult dentition um yeah I had to have like an exo of one of my primary molars and I remember just being like what is going on but apparently that's what I'm into so there we go (laughs) I'm into having my primary molars (laughs) exoed (laughs) yeah biting down on this piece of tissue and like it was like pus like there was pus coming out of it and I was like wow this is so interesting but this is, okay, this is a bit, yeah, sorry. Sorry if that was TMI, guys, but this is our profession, so it shouldn't be that disgusting. <laughs> you get it, Elaine. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh we did talk a bit about this last week. Um, so we had Mel and uh, Liz, obviously. But you are also an interstate student and you are from Sydney as well. Um, how have your experiences been settling into Adelaide and being away from home? Um, I think I've settled quite well now, now that it's been four years. <laughs> However, I do remember when I first came to Adelaide, um, it was a definitely a new experience because I haven't travelled much previously. Um, 
So the only other time I've travelled was to Melbourne for a holiday with my sister. And this was, this was my first time travelling by myself. And I didn't know anyone at all when I came to Adelaide. So it, was, it really was daunting. But because I did meet so many people um, during the orientation week for dentistry. Mm-hmm. And I met, I met a lot of people and I made really good friends there. And I've just settled in really well <laughs> since then. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you are still right. staying in Adelaide at the moment? Sorry? You're still in Adelaide at the moment? Yeah, I am still in Adelaide at the moment. Yeah, I do really miss my cat back in Sydney. <laughs> oh, the cat takes priority. <laughs> and my family, of course. <laughs> family. Nah, I am the same, Alice. I think my family can call me, but Rooney does not know where I have gone when I have left. You can't tell the cat, like, it's okay, I still think yeah. about you. But it's so sad. <laughs> it's a different sort of, yeah hurt right there <laughs> <laughs> I think we're solidifying um, Alice as sort of a crazy cat lady she likes the cat and she likes I don't think stitch and anyone me. had said that but you know what I see it now okay that's the label she has thanks Elaine <laughs> some people just say I have an old soul <laughs> no that's I was so polite um, I was going to suggest we change the name of this pod to from sleep out to like crazy cat lady Alice like stars <laughs> and so it's fine um, fun fact I actually won the award last year during our half BDS ball I know for being a crazy cat lady and it was oh because gosh. it was dentist most likely to show her patients photos of her 274 cats That's have you done highly that highly specific <laughs> yeah I still have the award in my Cupboard. Have oh, you ever yeah, shown a patient enough. a photo of your pet? Um, no, Bec- just because I don't have my phone with me in the clinic. Ah, but good answer. answer, good answer. <laughs> Very good answer. It was a test. I, yeah, yeah. I've definitely, I've definitely talked. <laughs> yeah, and just bring like a, a folder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of my patients who do actually listen to me talk um, <laughs> each week, I remember I remember clearly I had just one patient. Every time she came back, she would be like, oh, how's Mimi going? Which is the name of my cat. <laughs> oh, oh, that's yeah. so cute. So, like, every week she'll ask me, oh, are there any updates on Mimi? Like, um, have you gotten any photos of her? And it was just really sweet. Um, that's so yeah. sweet. It's funny. It's tough. <laughs> Um, Yes, we've already name-dropped our topic for today a couple of times, uh, but we just recently had Sleep Out, which I think was last Friday, not last Friday, the last last Friday. That's very confusing, but the Friday two weeks ago. Um, And we are talking about how that went and also about what it's for. And Alice, uh, if you guys were familiar with Alice from last year, she was the community aid executive for 2019. Um, So we'll talk a bit about that after this short break. This week and every week's podcast is sponsored by the very generous people at Wright Evans Partners, longtime sponsor of the AUDSS for the last 15 years. Wright Evans Partners is a full service accounting firm and during this time they're able to provide advice to both current students and recent graduates. Uh, These guys know so much about JobKeeper and JobSeeker. They are the people to talk to if you have any questions about financial planning or any employment contracts. Um, okay, so welcome back, guys. Thank you to Brie, who has taken over as the little sponsor spiel because she's much better at it than me. <laughs> um, so a couple of questions. Uh, this is mainly targeted at you, Alice, but what exactly is community aid? 
So community aid um, is pretty much what the name suggests. So the whole portfolio is about volunteering and helping the community and different organisations. So there's main projects and events throughout the year which are dental related, including Sleep Out, Trivia for Timor and Dental Health Awareness Week. Um, (laughs) However, there are also non-dental related volunteering opportunities such as our collaboration with Finney's for Body Days, where we spend a day, usually a Saturday, with children from disadvantaged families, and we attend fun events such as such as cooking classes or visiting places in Adelaide, such as the old Adelaide Jail. So um, the most recent community aid event was Sleep Out, as we mentioned earlier, and um, we use Sleep Out as one of the ways to raise money for the community outreach dental program. Cool. Um, yeah, my next question was just going to be, what is Sleep Out and what is the Community Outreach Dental Program, which I think um, you've got some stuff on that. Yeah. Um, so the Community Outreach Dental Program is a dental clinic located in Light Square, which provides free dental treatment for those who are experiencing homelessness or having difficulty accessing conventional care. So the whole idea was brought up in 2007, um, where they gathered information and started planning this program. Well, in 2009, they got a grant, um, which allowed this to happen, and the ADSS has been involved with them ever since the opening. And so this year, we had our eighth annual CPAP event, and with Derek's effort, um, Derek, who's the community aid executive for this year, um, his effort, along with his, his committee and all the participants and those who donated, uh, we managed to raise... Uh, $4,400, which is an amazing figure considering everything that like was online this year due to the pandemic. And yeah, it's just really an amazing effort um, from everyone who participated. Yeah, and I know Brie, um, I did participate as well, but Brie, you actually um, made quite a strong contribution through your efforts. Um, can you tell us a bit about your experiences with Sleep Out? Yeah, absolutely. I, I do just want to preface it by saying that um, I think Sleep Out is one of um, one of the best things we sort of do in terms of trying to support the community and things like that. But I don't think any of us really believes that it's a true representation of what the homeless and disadvantaged populations, um, that the community outreach dental program services, what they actually go through. Um, and this was something that I kind of reflected on a little bit um, during my evening and subsequent day um, when I was doing Sleep Out um, because I actually, think that... before you get into that, can you give us a summary of what Sleep Out involves? Okay, so in a a conventional (laughs) year, um, Sleep Out involves um, participants from among the dental student cohorts um, volunteering essentially to raise money for um, sleep for the Community Outreach Dental Program by sleeping outside and being sponsored to do so. So um, it's usually about probably like 15, 20 students might get together at... um, on campus at the University of Adelaide and um, it'll kind of feed into why I believe this is not necessarily the true representation but we have security overseeing the event and we have locked doors at either end of the (laughs) atrium which is still technically outdoors but I'll come back to that later. Um, The idea is that it is an event usually on a Friday night where we all get together, pledge to sleep out for the night and we try and 
essentially hit up our friends and family for some money to contribute to the program. Um, and uh, each year there's usually a prize. Um, this year it was generously donated by um, the guys from the Kensington, is it Kensington Road Dental? What Pre is meaning to say here is Kensington Dental Care. But it is, um, yeah, Nick and Evan from there. So Nick Wood and Evan Jones um, and partnered with Oroscoptic to um, give us a set of loops to be able to motivate people to try and fundraise to the best of their ability because that goes to the highest fundraiser. Um, so with regards to the actual running of the event, yep, we usually have um, some activities on the night where we um, kind of team-based and also um, I think there's some karaoke at one point, which is not necessarily was, like re- related <laughs> to things, but it, it happens. Um, and then, yeah, sleeping out overnight and there's um, we all have some dinner together and um, some brekkie in the morning. Um so, yeah, it's just kind of one of those events, I think, that's quite a bit different to other events that our society runs in terms of it's not as large scale. Um, there's not as many active like participants in terms of actually sleeping out because it is a bit of a commitment and um, it is quite challenging for some people to sort of, um, you know, be asking for donations. And, and it's something that not everyone has the capacity to do or is comfortable with. Um, so I do think it is, you know, it, it's something a bit different for us. Um, but that's sort of what sleep out looks like in a regular year. The key aspect of it is that we, our support for the Community Outreach Dental Program is quite small compared to some of the other support that they receive from various benefactors, but it still sort of matters. Um, And it is about, you know, we support the clinic by, you know, we have our fifth year students going there to do placements, um, but we just try and support in any way we can. And so even though it's not a huge amount, um, it still does matter to um, Margie Steffens who runs um, the program and she's an absolutely phenomenal human being. Um, Anyone who comes into contact with Margie can see how passionate she is about the program um, and how important it is to her. And um, every year we have a presentation from her on the night of sleep out um, to highlight for the students, you know, what is homelessness and um, really prompt that question for many people of like, you know, where are you going to sleep tonight? Um, Because for most of us, the answer is quite obviously like my bed, like I know where I'm going. Um, Mm -hmm. But the level of uncertainty Certainty that that question can bring for some people um, is what it really is about as well as the lack of physical space. So I think that that's, um, I think Maggie is just a wonderful person and um, we really didn't want to kind of leave her in the lurch too much this year. So we were really committed and really encouraged Derek to kind of think outside the box a bit. And to Derek's credit, he's done a fantastic job in being able to continue to run the event even without um, the conventional aspects of it. So he's decided to pivot and we did sleep out at home. Um, Look, some suggestions from the committee came out that it should have been called the Home Alone edition. There was a poster mocked up. It was terrifying, but it had Derek's face instead of Macaulay Culkin's on the Home Alone poster. And it's something that needs to be seen to be believed, I think. (laughs) Alice, do you have any comments about the creator of that particular work of art? Um, I think she still wants to remain anonymous to the whole public. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Alice, we are protecting the identity of those people. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so for this year, um, everyone was going to be doing it at home. And we said to people like, look, we don't need to feel like insecure or ashamed that we can't do it like we usually would. The main thing is that we're still getting the message out there and we're still going to be pulling something together for the clinic. So we encourage people to sleep out just, and by sleep out, just sleep somewhere that's less comfortable than where you would usually sleep. So for many people, I think that was like the floor of their apartments. So maybe can you tell us a bit about what you did, Elaine, and then I'll talk about my experience. <laughs> I slept on the couch, which isn't really that much different. Oh. Um, but it was also my birthday, so I was like, 
Mm. But yeah, <laughs> my birthday present think... was sleeping on the couch instead <laughs> no, of the that floor. That sounds so like self. Um, what is it? What's the word? Self obsessive. Um, I think the I think that the privilege is something I'll touch on a bit later. But like, yeah, exactly. Well, um, no, I think but, that that's um. I think couch surfing is an issue as well for the homeless mm-hmm. people because it's not necessarily that they don't have like a house to sleep in. It's that they don't have like a permanent space to be able to go back to. And so, um, you know, there there will be some people who would be technically classified as homeless. Um, I'm really sorry, my dog keeps knocking on the door to try and come in. And um, but who would be technically classified as homeless who are just you know crashing on various friends' couches. Um, as they go along and um mm-hmm. uh, but you know yeah uh, if it was your birthday i think we'll cut you some slack this time around no, you shouldn't though. you shouldn't um it, but it was my first time i did go last year um, mm-hmm. but i didn't sleep out because alice kind of she asked me to film the event just for a little promo video so if you saw that floating around um that was from last year but i definitely think for next year i do want to go um and sleep out as i hopefully if things go semi back to normal I'd be more than willing to um do that next year so I'm excited for that because it was really fun and most people think that well I I guess people don't really um know what it's about or see how fun it can be but it really is and obviously it's for a really really amazing cause Mm -hmm. I I think it's quite different to our events in terms of like we don't have the pub crawl photos that come out afterwards from it where people get FOMO because they didn't go like it's different it's yeah it hits a bit differently and um but it is genuinely really fun I can say that for years I wanted to do it and in third year I was finally going to and then I injured my spine so I was like maybe I shouldn't sleep on the floor with the back mid recovery um so I didn't get to do it that year and I remember Liz was the community aid executive that year and I apologized to her so many times I was like I'm so sorry I'm letting you down and she was like no 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 take care of yourself because that's how Liz is obviously um but yeah last year was my first time sleeping out um in fourth year and it was the first time I'd been sort of involved in the event at all um and it was yeah really a fantastic experience like um I think the thing about sleep out is that you kind of hang out with some people there, like it's people from every year level. So it's sort of that inter-year kind of communication that you really don't get anywhere else. Um, and it's a much more casual environment. So it mm-hmm. doesn't feel as stressful. Um, I'm sorry, my dog is literally barking at me again. <laughs> Chris just edit all of these out. He's just a menace. Um, so I think that that's probably one of the things I really liked about it. Um, and it, uh, yeah, gives you a bit of a different appreciation for things that are going on. So yeah. what about you, Alice? What, what made you want to do Com Aid and um, go into that role last year? And what was your experience with Sleep Out before? Yeah, so I was always pretty much interested in the whole, like, um, volunteering and, like, helping the community. So in my first year, when I found out about Sleep Out, I just really wanted to participate. And when I did, um, like you said, it was, like, an amazing experience because I remember in my first year, we it was held at the Salvation Army. It was held oh. at Red Cross. Chris can choose yeah, I think one I remember of them. hearing about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chris can choose one. <laughs> it was held at my house. Like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, cool. so in the first year, um, we managed to actually give out free food and drinks um, to the homeless and disadvantaged. So that was really something that um, called out to me. And... I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely something, a portfolio that I want to pursue in the future. And um, like Bree said earlier, there was a lot of socialising involved and I did manage to talk to a few fifth years 
as we pulled an all-nighter and might have woken a few people up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, um, after that event, it was my first exposure to community aid. And at the back of my um, mind throughout the whole year, I was like, yeah, this is something I definitely want to do. And then in 2018, um, when Liz was the executive, I applied for the GenCom and I managed to get in. <laughs> so I'm really grateful for that. Um, so I yeah, managed to get more opportunities and exposure to community aid um, through that. And then at the end of 2018, I was considering what I wanted to do for last year. And I thought... I didn't see myself doing anything else at that moment in time than community aid because um, Liz did such a good job as executive and I really just wanted to follow her footsteps and um, create, like, more... Um, let me think Awareness. about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a word there, I'm sure. Um, yeah, but this is such a good job um, as executive, so I really wanted to follow her footsteps and mm-hmm. create more awareness and get more participation from the dental students. Excellent. Um, yeah, no, and I think that's a, one of the things that, like, um, and, like, it's, it's not anything against the other portfolios, but community aid is one of those portfolios I always see that does, like, the vertical handover of skills really well. They get their Gen Com really involved to the point where they are understand how the events are planned and run well enough to be able to step into those roles in the next year. Um, and even it extends to their subcom, as Derek was um, last year. And again, Rooney is knocking, and I'm so, <laughs> hear, so sorry. Yeah, it's just like this. Everyone's like, is Bree in an earthquake? very excited about <laughs> Comade. Yeah, Rooney... Yeah. W- Okay, is he though? We will unpack that in a moment because he is a selfish, cold little boy. And so that's how I feel about Rooney my dog. Rooney is a dog, by the way, if that hasn't yeah. come up yet. I'm so sorry, everyone. Rooney is my dog. He is not, in fact, a person. Um, and so, but um, I think that, yeah, that's something that's really great about ComAid. Um, and so if anyone is interested in volunteering at things, I definitely recommend looking into ComAid um, because it's just got such a great range of opportunities. And even if you don't get one of the Gen Com spots, um, there is so much ability to learn from the executives and current committee I think in a subcom role so I can't emphasize involvement with that enough which is really great and I think we haven't mentioned yet but Alice is also treasurer for this year dollars Alice is the money (laughs) (laughs) explains the um, planning she knows what she's doing (laughs) she has seen a budget or two in her time (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a monopoly man the ADSS okay. yeah. runs on Monopoly money. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, this would have been a better time for our sponsorship segment because Alice manages all the money that comes in from our major sponsor, Wright Evans Partners Accounting Firm. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, moving along, I was going to say, did you want me to talk about what I actually did perhaps for this year's sleep yes, out? Yes, How was yes. A bit so, um, obviously, because this year's sleep out was a bit different to previous um, I think not all of us. It was also much later in the year, I believe. So it is much colder, which obviously if you are in a position where you don't have a home or somewhere to call home, that's just part of um, your experience. Um, but 
Brie, you you did commit and you went and slept outside in the tent. If you were on the Instagram at all, you would have seen a couple of snaps. And Rob uh, Rooney. <laughs> yes, Rob Rooney. Um, yeah, so I figured because, um, I mean, even at my house in Adelaide, um, I have a backyard, um, but here in the Mount um, I had a backyard, I had a tent. I, I purchased a sleeping bag for it because I'd left mine in Adelaide and I knew it would be freezing and, again, the dog is knocking. Um, <laughs> that's just going to be a feature of this episode. Um and so I was like, you know, I can I can probably do that and it's not going to be too taxing for me and worst comes to worst, I get a bit of a cold and, oh, no, I'm, it's not like I'm missing clinic the next week or anything, so I may as well just kind of commit and see how we go mm-hmm. with it. Um, and I think that that was um, – I'm, I'm really happy that I decided to do that. I mean, not everyone could, but, like, it's – that's not – sort of the point the point was for everyone to get involved um but this was just sort of how I chose to um involve myself um so yeah I had dad help me pitch a tent in the backyard um I had my sleeping bag I had like a little mat that was like um I don't know it was kind of like had a layer of foil on the bottom for insulation um but then I also ran like a power cable out to the tent because I needed to be able to zoom everyone to show that I was part of the sleep out obviously but um as you can tell, as I touched on earlier, that sleep out is really not a replication of the homeless experience in any sense of it in terms of things. Obviously, there's the aspects of physical discomfort, like sleeping on the ground was rough on my old body and I woke up the next day quite sore and my muscles were sort of protesting a bit. Um, but in actual fact, I think a lot of the features of homelessness that we sort of traditionally associate, like our being cold and, you know, sleeping on the ground or whatever, um, we really don't give a lot of thought to the lack of certainty around their situation and the lack of safety in some of those situations. So I'll come back to that, but I'll just talk a bit about the night. So we started off with a bit of a Zoom catch up with everybody. Um, Margie gave her presentation over Zoom, um, which was always a great time. And we had some staff join, which is always really great when we get some support from the school in that regard. Um, then moving on, we did some group activities. Um, we played some games online. Um, I'm pretty bad at all of them. I did not understand the coffee challenge to that. I'm so sorry, Rochelle. She had to deal with question after question from me because I had no idea what she was talking about. And I was trying to like relay instructions to my dad who was inside the house (laughs) to put together the bits and pieces. And it was just, it really went poorly. And I apologize to her for having to manage me in that regard. Um, But then, yeah, when we wrapped up the evening, um, like we've sort of said, part of it is about um, sort of socialising. And I think the last few weeks and few months, really, because we haven't really seen much of each other, um, it was really good to have an event where we just got to kind of almost just hang out in a sense. Um, So I think Liz recommended a movie. She didn't realise it was, in fact, in Korean and subtitled. (laughs) So we put that on anyway and tried to watch it. Um, I think Calvin kept track of it. I was uh, trying to make the Nintendo work so that I could race Jay in Mario Kart. Like, as you can see, this is not the homeless experience at all. Um, But it was uh, was something to do with your classmates, and I think that was what it was about for us. It was about Mm -hmm. uh, that sense of community, in terms of uh, spending time with one another and um, just being a bit, being together in a sense. Um, so yeah, then after the things wrapped up for the night, I put myself. <laughs> Has Rudy just thrown himself at the door? He's going to kick the door down <laughs> any minute man. now. He's growling and barking at, at intervals, and I'm just like, okay. Um, <laughs> so he, um, Rudy chose not to sleep out. And I just have to assume it's because he Sorry. has not a sympathetic bone in his body and <laughs> he's heartless. And like you look back at the photo on Facebook and you can see he's really not into it and he's not interested and he's just a bad person. Um, 
a bad dog. Yes, in that he's not a person. He's a yes, dog. Yes, he's a terrible person <laughs> in that he is not, in fact, a person. Um, <laughs> and so um, with regards to that, I figured it was best to let him sleep inside with mum and dad anyway because uh, he would be worried otherwise. Um, but I think that um, sleeping bag makes a huge difference. I thought I was going to freeze and so I was quite rugged up, but in the end I ended up just sleeping in, like, what would sort of be similar layers to like my regular pajamas like in terms of just some like leggings and a long sleeve shirt um but and didn't even have socks on so what am I gonna say it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be and everyone's like give us our money back she barely suffered at all um so um but it was uh it was a good experience and so but for me the next day I woke up and it was like quite peaceful in the tent and I just kind of literally stayed there most of the next day. And my parents were like, are you coming back inside anytime soon? I was like, no, no, I live in the tent now. And so <laughs> I was tent girl. Um, but that's one of the things I wanted to touch on was because I had the luxury of waking up and being like, yeah, I'll stay here for another hour or two. I can just lay here and um, like even listen to music or just listen to the sound of the yard and I don't have to get up and move. But the thing is when people don't have homes and are sleeping in public spaces and like they don't have that luxury or that safety of just having somewhere to just rest effectively. Um, so that kind of really struck me the next day when I was like, yeah, I slept in a tent, but I slept in a tent in a secure backyard with pretty much most of the amenities I would have inside. And like, I, um, I don't know, it just stood out for me that, you know, we really don't understand what people are going through um, a lot of the time, but you know, it's, it just gave me a chance to reflect on it. I think that's why I'm, it's been tossing around, bumping around in my head for the last couple of weeks since then. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think of that, but. No, I think that's a very good point to have. Um, and I think it is important that mo- more people know about Sleep Out, for one, so that they know um, that there are obviously other experiences in the world and it is important to raise awareness of those. Um, I don't think I'm saying this very well. <laughs> but No, it's, um, it's one of those things. I think we run so many events over the course of the mm-hmm. year that um, it can get a bit lost in amongst everything else and it is one of the, like, less hyped and less um, sort of high-octane events that we might usually run. But um, yeah. this year I just think it was, um, it, it was really good to still do it and um, I do think that, yeah, it, the main thing is despite not being a true representation of what, it is actually like to be homeless, um, it is still worthwhile doing it to raise awareness for people that are and, and for those who can't access conventional care, like Alice said, um, and so to support the Community Outreach Dental Program in that regard. Yeah, and we know that oral health is so innately tied to, you know, overall health and also overall well-being. Um, so, yeah, even as a dentist, I think it does kind of mm, especially a yeah. little bit more in that sense. Absolutely. With regards to like the aesthetics, um, I think is one thing that they sort of talk about quite often um, is that people who are disadvantaged, it can be really hard to pick themselves back up, get into employment and things when uh, their dentition is in really poor condition and visibly obvious to other people in that state. Um, But also, you know, the aspects of um, struggling with function, um, if they're in pain, um, you know, it can make it difficult to get good nutrition and the like. Like it's just it oral health really does have such a huge impact on a person um and in a with somebody who's already struggling and already got sort of essentially everything against them um they we really need to do everything we can to kind of try and assist where we can where it's requested so i think that um yeah the work that um margie and her team do is just phenomenal yeah, awesome. And yeah, like Alice mentioned earlier as well, we did raise quite a um well not I wouldn't say quite a bit, but 
a significant amount and be- definitely better than nothing and that's always um, commendable, I believe. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think I'd just say, yeah, for anyone looking, like, interested in it, um, it's literally just as easy as signing up on the website at, during the year and um, it, I think it's just $5 to participate um, if you want to just be a part of it um, or if you get somebody sponsors you for $5, you're in the clear. You don't have to pay for it yourself. Um, but so the, I think, yeah, those are some of the things I'd kind of kind of consider when I think about sleep out. I just think it's really fun and I think it can be a bit daunting maybe for first and second years who don't know people a lot because like to go and sleep somewhere with people that you don't really know and trust. And I think, I mean, in some places, in some cases, like, I mean, if we think about the disadvantaged population who we are trying to support, that's sort of what they do most nights. They might be going to places they don't know people and don't trust people and sleeping in those areas because they have little to no choice. However, I would like to say that everyone at the ADSS is definitely trustworthy and it is a safe (laughs) space there um, for you to come and sleep out and join in and get your friends together to do it. It it is truly a a fun time. It is funner um, as well if you get more people to do it and then, yeah. And then mm-hmm. it just contributes more to the cause, which is what we want at the end of the day as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, any Anything from you, Alice? <laughs> I know we've been going on for a while. No, I think I think you two have said um, everything that was on my mind about sleep out. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So get excited for next year, guys, and when that comes around. Um, yeah. Like I said, hopefully we'll be able to do it as we normally should um obviously the world situation right now is very strange and very uncertain and um yeah we just hope that you're all doing okay and well um and just trying your best and that's the least I think we can all do absolutely I think that those are the the key points to take away um I guess we turn now to upcoming events for the ADSS. We've got a few special society clubs that are running here and there. Um, but as we mentioned a bit earlier, we have we had Evan and Nick help sponsor us for some prizes for Sleep Out. Um, Evan and Nick are actually giving a presentation on Monday evening for fourth and fifth years relating to treatment planning and patient communication. Um, so hopefully everyone who is interested in that goes to the General Dentistry um, Student Society Club and they can uh, mm-hmm. get around it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not an episode with me without shamelessly plugging literally everything that ATSS does. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're here for um, at the end of the day. So, yeah, I think um, the takeaway message from today: go to sleep out and try it out. <laughs> it's definitely better than what you would expect, um, <laughs> is what I would say. And yeah, obviously for a great cause. So. Yeah, get in get in touch with us if you have any more questions or want to know a bit more about Sleep Out, um, especially Alice and Bree and Derek. So Derek Lee, he is in third year, I believe, currently. He yeah, he's um, the current comment executive, and all three of um, these guys will know what they're talking about. So if you do want to know more, get in contact with us. And yeah, stay safe, um, stay warm as you can, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys.